0: Chapter 2, The Answer. There is no question that I'm an unorthodox person. So instead of making you wait till the end of the book for the keys on how to achieve excellent health, I'm going to give it to you in this chapter. I'm going to do this because I read a book recently that I really enjoyed called Overworked and Overwhelmed by Scott Eblen. In the end of his book, Eblin summarizes the entire thing by saying that it all boils down to one word, breathe. Learn to breathe, he says, and your life will improve. The one-word summary makes it easy to remember Evelyn's main point and how to implement his advice. In the spirit of continuous improvement, wanting to be as clear as possible, I'm going to be straightforward and put my answer at the beginning of the book. That way, if you like what you read, you can continue to read and learn how I came to my conclusions. If you don't like it, you can put the book aside and email me and tell me you want a refund and I'd be happy to send you one. If I were going to summarize my entire book in one word, it would be Ferrari. Ferrari is the word because the secret to excellent health, the answer, is to treat your body like you would treat a Ferrari. A Ferrari is the archetype of a sports car, one of the most beautiful, precision, and highest performing machines ever made. It is exotic, fast, agile, and beautiful. If you take the same care of your body that you would a Ferrari, using only the best fuel and regularly taking it to the best mechanics for maintenance, your body will return to you 10 times what you put into it for the duration of your life. Follow this principle and you will make great strides in your own health. You could stop there, but if you want to learn more, keep reading. What follows is exactly what I do to maintain what I call lean health. It is a simple, straightforward method with no smoke and mirrors. I'm not a nutritionist, personal trainer, or health specialist. I'm just an average guy who figured out how to make his body perform at a very high level. And this is what I have done to get there. Food and drink. 80% of my diet is fruits and vegetables. 20% is fish, chicken, cheese, nuts, and other types of protein. When eating meat, I always look for fish first because I like it the most and I feel the best when eating it. Next, I look for chicken, which is still healthy, but perhaps not raised as naturally. Third, I eat pork and fourth, beef. I'm not against beef. I just don't feel as good when I eat it. I eat nothing white, no flour, potatoes, bread, or sugar. I avoid any processed foods, including breads, even if they are whole wheat. I want to eat things that come directly from the earth as much as possible with a few exceptions cheese, something I eat in moderation. I drink no sodas and consume no artificial sweeteners. I relentlessly avoid anything processed. All my cravings for sweets are satisfied with a delicious piece of fruit. My favorite piece of fruit is an apple, but I eat all kinds of exotic fruits from around the world and do not worry about the sugar content in them because of the nutritional value of the entire fruit far outweighs any negatives from the sugar. Again, these are only my opinions. I'm not a nutritionist, just a regular guy who achieved amazing health. I log everything that goes into my mouth with my fitness pal app. That way I know exactly what and how much I am eating. This is critical to my success. I aim for exactly 2,400 calories each day, which is what my body needs to function at a high level. When I started logging my food, I learned I was eating way too much. To make matters worse, I was also logging lower quantities than I was actually eating. No longer. Two tips to reduce your caloric intake. First, try using a smaller plate. If you have to fit your food on a small plate or bowl, you are likely to eat less than you would if you use a large American-sized plate. Secondly, try using chopsticks. I have found that using chopsticks slows down my eating, so I get filled up more quickly. These ideas are the result of making small, two second improvements to the process to achieve excellent health. I'm going to go off script here real quick because another trick and another improvement is at least once or twice when I'm eating, I always pause, put down my fork, maybe answer a few emails and let my stomach catch up with my brain. This is also highly effective and probably the most effective of any trick I've ever learned to not overeat. Regarding alcohol, I try to make every decision regarding what I put in my body based first on the health benefits and then on the taste. Fortunately, I've learned that the tastiest things are often the healthiest things. For example, the complexity of a beautiful red wine is matched with the potential health benefits, so I regularly enjoy a glass with dinner. I like beer, but I generally stay away from it because the health effects do not match the satisfaction of the taste. This does not mean you can't drink beer. It just means I personally don't drink it much. For all other alcohols, I'll let you determine which to drink and which not to. Whatever you choose, remember to drink in moderation. I drink black tea, green tea, and black coffee. I also love soda water. Exercise. 100 push-ups a day, 100 sit-ups, 100 trunk twists. A minimum of 10,000 steps a day psychology. The key is to love good foods and to hate bad foods. I have fallen in love with fresh fruits and vegetables. I have a visceral disdain for anything processed. In my mind, processed food is poison. It might seem extreme, but it works perfectly. And I have people all over the world following what I'm doing with the same success. I view my body as an amazing gift that I need to take care of with great care. When I look at myself in the mirror, I see a Ferrari. I see a beautiful body that is giving me incredible satisfaction because I take care of it. When I'm honest with myself, I do not self-deceive. When I am honest with myself about the need to monitor the quality and the quantity of what I eat, amazing things will happen. Facing this reality does not discourage me. It only sharpens my resolve and delivers better results. Supplements. I take nothing, no vitamins, no aspirin, no steroids, no painkillers, no sleep aids. I used to take most of these things, but I have progressively weaned myself off of them, and the result is my health is exceptional. Now, I'm going to go off script here real quick. That doesn't mean I would never take an Advil, but what I'm saying is I used to regularly take Advil, melatonin, and all these other things to go to sleep at night just so I could survive. But now, no more. There is no regularity or pattern to me taking anything. Would I take a painkiller if I had a surgery? Absolutely. But I don't take anything on any regular basis. I've completely weaned myself off of that. This was not easy, but I believe our bodies are pharmaceutical factories and can produce everything we need if we just take care of them properly. I used to add protein powder to my smoothie, but now I just add nuts instead. You might be wondering right now what I did differently to have success where so many other people have tried and failed. My best explanation is this. I took some of the lean principles we use at my company where we have great results, And rarely produce defects and started implementing them with my health the fundamental idea behind lean is continuous improvement through the elimination of waste in order to expose waste lean practitioners look for it and use the following categories I have translated the classic wastes of lean into the manufacturing world and how I see them in the health domain number one overproduction. We produce and consume too much food. Our bodies only need a fraction of the food we produce around the world. And much of the food we produce is poor quality. So we overproduce poor quality food that has little nutritional value and has a deleterious effect on our health. Transportation number two. We waste ridiculous amounts of energy transporting food all over the world when we end up putting a huge percentage of that food in the landfill because we can't even eat what we transported. The irony is that we've already eaten 50% more than we need to in the first place. Transportation waste in the food system is staggering. Three, inventory. Perhaps this is the worst waste of all. While we keep too much food inventory in our refrigerators, cupboards, and storage systems, this is not the worst form of inventory waste. The worst form of inventory waste is the rolls of fat hanging off most of us. All this fat creates mountains of defects in our health. Four, defects, these include poor health, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, a shorter lifespan, inactivity, poor self-esteem, indigestion, gas, too much bad food makes you fart, and many others. Another defect is the poor example we set for our families and others, not the farting, but by the overall lackluster condition our general health is in. 5. Overprocessing. Our medical system is forced to deal with mountains of defects from obesity to obesity-related illnesses, diabetes, heart disease, cancer, and we are applying ridiculous amounts of resources to solve problems that would be almost completely eradicated if we quit overproducing. Excess motion. Number six, we are lifting the fork to our mouth 75% more than we need to. Seven, waiting. The customer, our body, our most valued customer is waiting and waiting and hoping that someday we might listen to it and feed it high quality food in the right quantity so it can perform the way it was intended to. And eight, wasted human potential. The potential of our human body is remarkable, yet it is largely smothered and deeply muted because we have neglected to respect our body. The amazing gift each one of us has is dying to service at a high level, but it cannot because of what we are sending down our throats every day. In the lean process, waste is defined as anything the customer does not need or is not willing to pay for. So we need to define who the customer is, in this case, it's your body, and you are responsible for respecting it, nurturing it, and feeding it properly. The body needs the proper amount of healthy, nutritious food, but most people overfeed it and give it poor quality food day in and day out. This produces fat, which actually decreases value and makes everything more difficult for our customer. What we need to do is give our customer, our amazing body, exactly what it needs and stop pushing so much poor quality products through its system. When we eat or drink poorly, we create a lot of inconsistency or variation in how we feel. The variation in our results is both discouraging and unhelpful. I'm going to go off script here. Everyone knows after they eat a bad meal what they feel like, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that. Oh, I don't feel so good. This is variation in the health scenario. And nobody likes that. I never enjoy that. But I got to tell you, I don't even know what that feels like anymore. I never have that feeling because I'm so focused on putting the right foods in me. I've eliminated the variation because I've looked at this whole health process through my lean eyes. I've said, if there's variation, there's going to be waste and there's going to be non-value-added activity. So I completely eliminated that by focusing on great food. To reduce variation, one of the lean techniques we use is the standardization of processes. With lean, you create very clearly defined processes by which you perform tasks. You perform an operation the same way every time until you create a better way of doing it or you find a way to improve if you will by doing this you build repeatability and quality into the product one clearly defined process i use with my health is to start every day by consuming lots of vegetables Every day before the sun ever comes up, I make a large green smoothie for myself, starting with voluminous amounts of vegetables. I don't wait to get them in the afternoon with my salad or in the evening with my dinner plate. I'm taking them in from the second I get up. When I travel, it's not always practical to make a smoothie. So when I go looking for breakfast at the hotel or at a restaurant, my main goal is to find whatever vegetables and fruit I can. I always start with those. In order to understand the effects of what we are consuming, we need to have good data. There is a famous quote about data that I love. In God we trust, everyone else bring data. If you try to run your system without knowing what and how you are doing, it will fail. For my health, I log everything I eat with my FitnessPal app and monitor the number of steps I take with my Fitbit or my Apple Watch. Now I know for sure when I'm hitting my daily goal of 2,400 calories and 10,000 steps. When you record what you consume and how much you move, you know where you need to make improvements. You have basically a standard by which you can evaluate everything from. You will begin to understand now why variations are occurring and what adjustments you need to make to remove them. As you see your success, you will also be encouraged and want to be more disciplined in how you eat and exercise. The results speak for themselves. Someone once said to me, Paul, you're a machine. I never met anyone with your level of discipline. I paused. I thought to myself, Yeah, I'm also red, have a 600-horsepower engine, and every detail has been handcrafted to perfection. I'm a Ferrari in every aspect, and I enjoy the fact that everybody wants what I have. I am able to maintain a high level of discipline and consistency because the results are 10 times the effort that I'm putting into it. People ask me if I'm ever tempted to eat some not-so-good food every once in a while. The truth is, no, never. To me, the food I eat is the equivalent of driving a $200,000 Mercedes, Well, a piece of chocolate cake is a smoking Ford Pinto. There is no temptation. Lean health works so well because it resolves the core problem. It educates and trains your brain about quality. It fundamentally changes your attitude and approach towards food. You no longer have to wrestle with your brain to make good decisions because it's now 100% aligned with your heart and your emotions. When I am honest with myself, I do not self-deceive. When I am honest with myself about the need to monitor the quality and quantity of what I eat, amazing things happen. Facing this reality does not discourage me. It only sharpens my resolve and delivers better results. At 55 years old, I know I can outperform 95% of all 18-year-olds because I'm committed to the quality food and exercise program that guarantees my health will be remarkable but lean health goes beyond just what I can achieve today. It is focused on long-term thinking. For me, that means I'm gonna be vital and active for the rest of my life. In fact, I visualize myself skiing down the slopes of Aspen at 100 years old. I view my body as an amazing gift that I need to take care of with great care. When I look at myself in the mirror, now I see a Ferrari. I see a beautiful body that is giving me incredible satisfaction because I take care of it. Chapter Two, The One Thing. I'm a Ferrari, not a Pinto.